Pensacola expert panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. I'm Jenna Barr. So it's Friday. It's 10:07, which means it's time to talk some boats. That's right. You are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-in show. 850-437-1620 is the phone number. 850-437-1620. Boat Smart is sponsored by Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine located at 5621. Bower Road out here on out here on uh, between Pensacola and kind of Perdido Key area, so they're easy to get to out there at 5621 Bower Road. You can call them at 850-492-0487. I spoke with uh, Key Marine yesterday, and uh, they told me to let my listeners know, our listeners know, that they got a new website up. So I checked out that website. It's Key Marine Center. Uh, dot. Uh, let's see what does this say here. Wix dot com something like that uh but it's if you google uh key marine center of pensacola that'll bring up that website it's a nice looking website and i think they're just starting to build it uh it looks good to me and they're going to probably put their specials on there uh you can contact them on there you can actually go there and uh and do and go there and register for a service you know for your boat and schedule that as well and i was looking at the website and i didn't realize this but uh, key marine has been keeping you and your boat on the water since 2004 2004 key marine has been open and and uh that kind of brings back some memories for me because i remember uh when uh mickey the owner of key marine he called me one day i was running a business uh at, at that time i had sns marine which is a mobile marine repair business i ran it for oh 13 years or so and i uh, had been in that business for uh, quite a while at that point and uh, mickey called me one day and said hey you want to have lunch with me and and uh I said, sure, I'll meet you for lunch, and uh, went out there and talked to Mickey. He was working at another location at the time, and he was just trying to get some information from me and talk to me about opening a business. And him and I sat there at the table for quite a long time and discussed the good, the bad, and the, and the ugly of opening a business and that kind of thing. And we also discussed a little bit about territory, uh, where he was going to open his business. He didn't want to infringe on me mm. too much because we were friends, you know, and we talked about that as well. And, uh, yep, I'm so happy we had that conversation that day because uh, he decided to open up. And he actually started out in a uh, hangar over, oh, gosh, I cannot remember the marina, but it's over there on Perdido Key. And he started working out of a hangar at a, as an independent and has grown from there so he's doing a really good job with that business you know they uh now have suzuki product and uh, also with the uh, mercury and yamaha as well so you got to check them out 850-492-0487 is their phone number they're located at 5621 Bower road here in pensacola remember key marine is your yamaha mercury and now suzuki repower center special discounting prices on all yamaha mercury and suzuki motors outboard motors in stock uh, from 150 horsepower and down so you need to check them out for that maybe you're looking for a repower uh, maybe you need a little kicker motor 
for your boat, something like that. So you can check it out there at Key Marine. They're more than happy to help you out. Key Marine specializes in service and repair on all Mercury, Mercruiser, Yamaha, and Suzuki product now. They have trained technicians that can provide top-notch product service and repair. Check them out on Facebook and now also their website as well. I was speaking to Chance the other day, and he told me Chance is one of my previous employees. I would I would say he is one – he – uh, we talked about him a few weeks ago or a month ago. Uh, he's um, a certified uh, Yamaha Master Tech now, and uh, they're going to. Chance is going to be probably the first one that they're going to actually send to Suzuki School. So he'll be cross-chained uh, into Suzuki as well, and he's excited about going out there and and, and getting that additional training. That's a benefit to uh, going to Georgetown Tech College, the Marine Service class, is because when, by the time you get out of my class and you head in the field, you already have a lot of certifications already under your belt, pre, prerequisites that you have to take before you can go to a brick-and-mortar school such as Mercury, Yamaha, and now Suzuki. If you have that prerequisites, you can go to those schools way ahead of somebody that doesn't have that. So the students in my class uh, do a lot of training online uh, where they gather uh, certificates um, and they build a portfolio uh, of, the, of the training that they get online. So that helps them to move forward once they go to work for uh, a business that has the Mercury and Yamaha product. Uh, we don't have the Suzuki training in-house, but I'm sure we're going to try to work on that a little bit, maybe add that to our curriculum as well. So with Key Marine being uh, tight with the Suzuki and uh, working on that deal, I'm sure that I'm going to be talking to Mickey about getting some Suzuki uh, product in there as well. So David from Milton is on the phone. David, uh, good to have you with us today. Got a question for you. Actually, I got an uh, issue for you. Maybe you can uh, sit ball with me a little bit or brainstorm with me a little bit and help me steer me in the right direction. Go ahead. Okay. Got a 2000 Cape Horn. It's got an inboard tank, about 120 gallon aluminum. Okay. To get that tank out, I'm going to have to cut the deck. It doesn't have like a plate. So, the okay. last thing I want to do is pull this, this tank. Okay. Right. Got a 250 E Tech on the back of it been running fine for years i think i bought it about eight years ago ten years ago and but now recently i'm having a problem it's an intermittent problem which makes it even harder but when i'm running uh wide open sometimes the bubble collapse and the motor will choke down and it won't you know it's not getting enough fast fast enough fuel supply uh hooked up uh auxiliary tank just a little you know uh outboard Hooked up just a little, you know, outboard tank to it to troubleshoot it, and it, it runs fine off of that. I've changed all the fuel lines. I mean, every fuel line, fuel lines, vent line, everything. All the fuel lines are good. Just for precaution, I went ahead and got a brand new bulb, but it's still doing the same thing. And another thing I've done is I've taken the fuel line straight off of the the little you know, nipple that comes off of the tank and blown into it real hard, and there's no resistance. I can blow air, and I can hear the air that I'm blowing in bubbling up in the tank. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. I pulled the sending unit off. I've looked down in there. I can't see anything obviously wrong with it, but I've only got a little tiny pie plate, you know, that opens up right there where the sending unit and stuff is, so I can't really see much, but I figure I must have some junk or something in there. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if I had a little, you know, crud from from years of, you know, it's an older fishing boat and stuff like that. 
But I, you know, like I said, I don't want to pull the tank. Can you give me any suggestions or, or point me in any directions of what I could do or, or, you know, how to remedy this? I got snapper season coming up. Yep. Yep. I can help you out with that. So first of all, let me ask you, when you looked at the uh, fuel sender, uh, or any of the fittings, you didn't see any kind of silicone or anything like that where somebody might've sealed it up or anything. Did you? When you oh look? no! Okay, I mean, good. There's a like a should little be a, bit of a gasket yep, around the yep just, where the sending unit gets, yep. attaches to the tank, but yep. everything looks fine on that. Okay, good, because it's very common. I've seen that in the past where people use silicone uh, or TV type sealant on those uh, when they put them in, and what happens that would get in the tank, and and after fuel gets on it, expands, it causes your problem. So here's what I'm going to suggest that you okay. do. Okay. Um, I would suggest that you do a couple things here. Now, what type of water separator filter do you have on there right now? I actually have two. I have a Raycor, and then I have uh, it's an Evinrude E-Tech 250 two-stroke, and it has a pretty, pretty as far as an onboard filter, it's a pretty big, good-sized filter that kind of attaches up underneath the cowling there. Okay. Okay. I've replaced both of them. Okay. All right, so that's the, that's a good start. All right, so here and you and your fuel lines are good from the tank all the way to the engine, correct? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Premium, uh, marine grade, approved, expensive by the foot fuel line installed personally by me. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. So now, what I would suggest that you do: go to where the three H fuel line goes to your fuel tank. Take out that the fuel line off. Take the fitting off of the fuel tank. It's a little three H uh, barb fitting there. Look at that yeah, fitting. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's, I've got a little corrosion right there. I've looked at that. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a right angle elbow fitting. Yep. And it's a barbed it's a barbed nipple that the um that the fuel line slides onto. Yeah. But uh, it's an older boat with mm-hmm. the older aluminum, and I'm scared to death to I try know. and. I know. Honestly, I don't think I could get it off of there. Even if I use liquid wrench and everything else, I think I, you know aluminum is pretty soft. I think when I put enough torque on there to break that, I'd end up breaking the fitting. Okay. Well, you're telling me that's an aluminum fitting going into an aluminum, another piece of aluminum that's heading down. That's your fuel pickup. All right, so you, you may have a couple of problems here. Right, my here. fuel pickup. I'm 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 ninety percent sure it's aluminum. Okay. I, you know I haven't. I haven't scraped it or anything to really make sure, but okay. it sure looks like aluminum. Well, I would take a crescent wrench and would hold it. Would that be uncommon? Is that not no. a normal thing to have an aluminum pickup? Well, the pickup's going to be more than likely, the top of it definitely going to be aluminum, okay? The uh, the three-eighths. Uh, the tubing. The, yeah, the that goes down. going to be aluminum. Yeah, that goes down into the tank, the, uh-huh. just the fitting itself. And then it's going to be plastic from there down into the tank, possibly, okay? It could be aluminum or plastic. So what you really need to do? I think it's aluminum tube. Okay, good. Well, if the if the 3H barb is aluminum, chances are uh, that is a um, a fitting there that keep it's an anti siphon valve. Okay, it has a little check ball in it. Right. Okay, I would start there. I think it is anti siphon right yep. there. Okay, so you need to pull that, check that anti siphon, and make sure you don't have any trash in it. Okay. Now, I'm not going to recommend... Is there any way to check that without pulling it? No. You have to pull it and look at it because the way it's designed is the check ball comes in on the back side of it. There's a piece of plastic that holds it in on a spring. And you got to kind of look at it from the back side. Okay? It's the chance you... And the siphon valve could go out to where it's intermittently problems or when they go no. out, they're just out? No, I think you got a couple problems going on. I think really you, what you probably have, you have some trash floating around your tank. It's getting hung up in your pickup tube, 
And then what happens is mm -hmm. when the motor finally dies because it's not getting fuel, the trash drops off your pickup tube, and then you're able to start the engine again and uh, run for a little while. Yeah, no, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so, I didn't think about that. That's a good point because yep. the motor does. It sucks up and dies. Yep. So you're going to have to get in die, there. It drops down so much RPM that I end up killing it to check out see what's going on. Yep. So you're going to so, have yeah. to get in there and actually pull that anti-siphon, look at it, uh, maybe run a right. uh, regular three-eighths uh, uh, nipple on that, you know, and then what I would do, pull the, you need to pull the pickup out of the tank and look at it and see if it has a screen on it. If it has a screen on it, knock that screen out and then run the boat, and hopefully the particles that are getting hung up on it will pass through that pickup tube all the way through the mm -hmm. through the barb into your Raycor and filter, fuel yep, filter and you can catch it there and then over right. and over again you definitely have a problem in the tank again i'm i'm really scared of my fitting right there where that right angle fitting comes off that my uh, fuel comes out of in uh, other words you know what yeah. i'm saying to pick up i understand i'm scared to undo it uh, I, I mean i especially with snapper season coming up do you think that there? I, I don't really understand what these anti-siphon valves look like on the inside. Maybe I should Google it a little more. But if I blow into it, now I'm blowing backwards. That's completely opposite of the way the fuel should go. Yeah, but I'm Wouldn't pretty. Wouldn't that anti-siphon valve represent or present at least some resistance? Because I'm telling you, I can blow into it just like blowing through a straw into a glass of water and, and hearing the bubbles yeah. bubbling up out of the tank. No, I mean, no restriction. Yeah, I'm. I'm just telling you, you need to pull that. And, and if you're, you know, if you're afraid of it, I'd take it out the key and let them do it. Uh, there's no guarantee that they won't break <laughs> anything. But right, they that, break it. They're gonna just. You know, yeah, they probably a, just tell me. Well, it's it's on yeah. you. It's on you um, either way. But one listen, one other thing. Go ahead. Do you think I could run something through that, like a snake of some sort, and just push it all the way through? Your only fix is going to be to pull that pickup tube out. That's your only fix. And yeah. look at it. Look at it. If it has a screen on it, knock the screen out. Maybe uh, cut it at a little bit of a 45-degree angle at the very end to help debris come up into it. Right, right. Get rid of the anti-siphon valve mm -hmm. and let your filter do its job. That is the only way you're going to do it. I'm telling All you, right. I, I, this problem I've heard How? over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, so. let me ask you one more thing. Uh, how can I know for sure whether there's an anti-siphon valve in there? Because I've done a lot of research, and I have heard a lot of bad things about these anti-siphon valves. Yeah. There's, it looks like the type of fitting that would have one in there, but I don't know if there's one in there or not. Okay, typically, uh, if it's an anti-siphon valve, the fitting will look aluminum, okay? The 3H barb, okay? If it's a 3H barb, it's mm -hmm. going to be brass, okay? So that's how you're going to kind of know. Now, you don't know if somebody along the way knocked it out. Now, Coast Guard regulation says on inboards and stern drives, you have to have an anti-siphon valve. I recommend, uh, you know... <laughs> You need to check the regulations on that to see for sure on an outboard boat uh, yeah. if you know that you have to have it. I mean, I've you know we've knocked them out of at times because they cause a fuel restriction, uh, and outboards right. don't like fuel restrictions at all. Uh, so if I were to knock mine out, though, I would basically not be knocking it down into the pickup. No, 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 no. You don't want to knock. You have to take it out and do it. You got to take it apart. <laughs> right. I can't get you around that. Okay. One last thing. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I, actually, I keep saying that, but one more thing I thought of. What if, and I could do this pretty easily because I got some old fuel line that I saved and then I replaced it with some new stuff. I could hook up the, uh, a different fuel line that's good and long right off of my pickup for my fuel and put some kind of suction on it and run it down to the pad underneath the boat and put it in a gas jug and see if I could siphon gas out of it because I could get a jug underneath 
you know, lower than my bow. Yeah, it's is, not going to what you need for siphon to work. It's not going to be the same as running the motor. You know, part of my job is giving you bad right, news. But it, <laughs> well, my question is, if, <laughs> I, well, if my question is, if it did siphon out, you know, fairly like a normal siphon would. Would that be a pretty good indication no. that I don't have an anti-siphon valve in there? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that would be an indication. To... That would be an indication that you don't have one in there, yeah. Because it, it, okay. yeah, well, because it shouldn't that, siphon. Troubleshoot all I can. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, any any tricks on get, removing uh, pickup tubes that are you know corroded and yeah. old and, yeah. and you're scared of them because they're going into yeah. aluminum Just tanks? Get and you a crest, any, What's your tip? Get your crescent wrench. Hold the hold the actual. Uh, the pickup tube fitting use a nine sixteenths it's probably gonna be a nine sixteenths uh box then not get that uh the uh bar out of there and then use the crescent wrench to turn out that uh the actual pickup tube and it should pull it should turn out of there and out of that tank so right. that's your only options and there's no hey, reverse threading or anything crazy no 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 it's just standard and i'll tell okay. you what david you're you're it's, lucky yeah, standard you're lucky if that that tank's not leaking because the, the the aluminum tanks in those Cape Horns a lot of times they end up with older boats end up with leaks. So you know if you're not smelling any yeah. fuel in your boat, you're probably pretty lucky right now. So that's what I would suggest. That's well, what I would and do. Well, as much time as I've spent working on this tank, I can tell you that the tank is old and it's got some some pitting. And yeah. I, I eventually I, I'm going to need to replace that tank here in the next season or two. But I just want to try getting one more season yep. out of it before I start this big project. Would now would your school be something that would would do that as a learning experience mm. for your students pulling mm. the tank and replacing the tank because that's a big job. Yeah, we can't do that. Uh, we only work on people's boats that actually uh, work for the school district or students, so we're not allowed to do that type of work. Or we can do that type of work. We're just not allowed to work on boats that are not owned by school district employees. That way, we don't get in competition. What with about them. state employees? Uh, no, it has to be in the school district. I know, I know, but okay. you know, yeah. But listen, hey, if you have, yeah. if you need, if you get to a point and you need help, my email address is on, and my phone number is on our on the uh, sixteen twenty website under the podcast. Get a hold of me, and I can guide you in the right direction to the right people uh, on the fiberglass side of it as well as the fuel tank side. So let me know if I can help you on that, David. Yeah, I might, I might get you to give me your your best expert guy to come. Maybe I'll do a. Um, like you said, you used to have a business where it was on-site repair. Yeah. Might get a guy to come and uh, see if he can undo that fitting for me. Yeah. I just I'm too scared of it, but yep. I might get a professional to try for me. Hey, let me tell you. Well, how did you say you could get in contact with you again? I'm sure our listeners out there besides me would like to know. Say it one more time. How do you get in, in touch with you again? You said your email. Yeah, and just and go your stuff to the but I, I didn't catch it. 1620 website and go to the podcast and look for boat smart and it's right under there okay and, uh, yep. i sure will and listen right, listen i enjoy the show i'm for, i listen all the time go ahead yeah david let me tell you this now don't play with this thing because you need to fix it because you're going to cause a problem on that motor it's going to cost you way more than uh putting a fuel tank in it so make sure you get this taken care of and and you know by you know either by yourself or a professional you got to fix the problem okay 10-4, especially if that two-stroke, because it's lubricated through yeah. the fuel. So. Yeah. Or not through the fuel anymore. It's not yeah. mixed, but it mixes it. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, so. I know. Okay. All right. That's good advice. <laughs> I, pre- right, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. David. Hey, maybe we'll fix it online, on, you know, over the air. I don't know. David, call us back if you get that thing fixed. We're let like us know. like a 911 dispatcher yeah, right I'm then. Trying, you, to trying to walk him through him that. Got to get him out there and get him snapper fishing, apparently, you know. Yeah, That's coming, coming up. up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do appreciate that phone call. And it, it, and that's stuff that we, you know, that through the years, that's very common. And, uh, and I've worked on, I can't 
can't tell you how many boats that have that type of problem. He's in right troubleshooting and in the direction that he's going. Yeah. So that was good. Of course. You know, he put a fuel tank on the boat and he ran it that way. And uh, so he's done a real good job troubleshooting it. So he's either listening to my show uh, or he's got somebody there that kind of told him what to do. So that's awesome, David. Appreciate that phone call there so we've been busy we got just a few minutes left here on the show so mm -hmm. let's talk about what we got going on over at georgetown technical college uh let me just went, mention their website because when i do people go on there and they go on to that chat feature at georgestonecollege.edu uh, they got a chat feature there. You can go out there and check that out, and uh, you can get a hold of me on the chat feature. I got an interesting phone call or and an email. Based at the same time, I got a phone call and an email. An email popped up right after the phone call that I didn't answer, and uh, <laughs> you know, I know it's okay. These numbers come in, and sometimes I just don't answer because I don't know who it is. And uh, so a gentleman called me. His name is uh, Sam uh, Cadwell. And he is a service manager, I believe, maybe the owner, I don't know, of Tommy's uh, Boating Centers, okay? Mm. And uh, he's coming to our school on uh, Monday afternoon. Now, I'm not familiar with Tommy's, and I probably should be being in this marine industry, but they, are locate, they have nine locations across the U.S., uh, all the way to California, down to South Florida, up into Michigan. Well, he's coming to our area and actually visiting with tech schools, in our area looking for potential uh, employees. So he's down going to Panama City, uh, he's going over to Fort Walton, then he's gonna come by and visit our school and talk to our students. And I just find that very, very, uh, first of all, it's interesting that he's gonna do that. And I think it's great that he's doing that because he's getting into the field where we are, the, where we're training people and making himself available to my students and going to let them know what's, you know, what he has available as far as their, their employment. So uh, I've never met this gentleman. He we just had a phone conversation and an email conversation. So he's gonna come by my school on uh, Monday around four o'clock and he's gonna talk to my whole class. So I've got a lot of students coming in at that point to talk to him uh, for uh, potential uh, spots for employment. Uh, and he's going to talk to them about the boat that they have apparently they're the largest malibu axis dealer which is a ski boat uh weightboard type boats uh pretty high-end boats okay you know? yeah 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 so specific to that so the website is tommy's and uh that's pretty neat little uh deal going on on monday so uh happy about that and and uh, meeting that gentleman on monday so here we are to the end of the show and uh, as always, we need three hours, but we never can get three hours. You've done good. You've yep. done really so good. I was good impressed today. today. Yeah, it's been, it's been a busy day today. So, so we appreciate you listening. We'll go ahead and thank our sponsor, Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida, 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola, 850-492-0487 is our phone number. Check out their website, keymarinecenter.web. Me, I can't Wix site me. I think it's something different. I think yeah. they're working on that. I just, I have it here. I'm going to connect it to our uh, podcast page on newsradio923.com. Okay. So if you want to look up information, Georgestone, uh, Key Marine, it is keymarinecenter.wixsite.com. Okay. Um, and that'll kind of bring it over, but I'll make sure that I yeah. add that. Appreciate you helping you. me out on that. Of course. Okay. So I can do georgestonecollege.edu, that other one I'm having a hard time with. But thank we'll you for it. listening this week. We'll be back next Friday. Have a great weekend.